1: KCBS Radio, I'm Mallory Samara in for Matt Pittman, and this is Bay Current for Tuesday, June 28th. Filipinos love many things, and I can speak from personal experience. They love live music, singing, dancing, martial arts, community, food, being by the water. And last weekend in Vallejo, you could find all of those things at the same place and at the same time. Pista Sanayon is roughly translated as Town Festival, and it's the annual Philippine Independence Day festival, the largest of its kind on the west coast. Growing up, I remember going to Pista with my mom. And if you're from the Bay, you probably know this already, Vallejo has a lot of Filipinos. Maybe not more than Daly City, but still, it was recently ranked as the third most diverse city in the nation. And if you don't know why there are a lot of Filipinos in Vallejo, like all diasporas, there's a very historically significant reason why. And actually, the location for this year's pista was very fitting. This year's main event took place on Mare Island, hence the year's theme, where it all began. The Mare Island Naval Shipyard is the same place U.S. Navy ships set sail from, crossing the Pacific Ocean to the Battle of Manila Bay to fight the Spanish in May 1898. The Spanish eventually surrendered and Philippine leader General Emilio Aguinaldo declared independence from Spain after 330 years of Spanish colonization, raising the first Philippine flag on June 12, 1898. However, the Spanish ceded the Philippines to the United States, who occupied the country for another 48 years, but that is a whole other story. Anyway, Mare Island is a huge reason why so many Filipinos migrated to and stayed in Vallejo, some after working for years as seasonal farm workers up and down California. And it's the reason why Pista Sanayon is held around the same time every year. It used to be across the way on the waterfront, and I remember as a kid walking around on the grass in the hot sun. It was actually really nice to be able to have a ton of shade this year and to look across the water at the Mare Island Bridge and Vallejo's waterfront from the Mare Island Brewery Coal Sheds. The event started at noon, but I arrived on Filipino time, so a couple of hours late. <laughs> there were gym vendors, food, a booth promoting, mental health services among the Filipino community, which is, believe me, a huge deal. And there was a stage for performers like violinist Nick Ginto The Parangal Philippine Folk Dance Company, one voice, a local R&B group from my youth. But what struck me the most was a booth from FONS, the Filipino American National Historical Society, Vallejo Chapter. Walking up, I saw white presentation boards with black and white pictures, and at the top, the last names of Filipino pioneer families in Vallejo, names I grew up hearing often from my mom and my family. Dukai, Orpila, Sensil. I actually took Hawaiian and Tahitian dancing lessons from the Sensils when I was a kid. These family history boards included their stories, the things you don't get taught in school.
2: Aliga. Eligio and Asuncion. Aliga immigrated to Vallejo in 1926 and 1931, respectively. Eligio was from Aliaga, Nueva Asiha, Philippines and Asuncion was from Santa Santa Maria Loposo, the Philippines. Eligio had a degree in agriculture and was the agricultural program supervisor for several provinces in the Philippines in the early 1920s. His American supervisor encouraged him to immigrate to the United States where his talents and skills could be further utilized. He was a welder at Mare Island Naval Shipyard from 1929 to 1959.
1: My grandpa, Claro Samara, was actually a part of that history as well. As my mom tells it, he was likely the first, if not one of the first, Filipino mechanics on Mare Island. Are
2: for looking for, uh, for Pop? <laughs> well, we didn't, we didn't um, submit anything. Can you tell me about Pop? I believe he started off as a janitor, house cleaning perhaps, where he met the daughter of, I think, the manager of the machine shop. She approached my father while he was doing his janitorial duties and struck up a a conversation and and I guess a a friendship and uh, classic story. She asked uh, my pop if he would like to apprentice as a machinist and uh, he said yes. What a great
1: opportunity. By the 1920s, yeah. Filipinos, most of whom were men, were hired for jobs there as laborers and ended up getting into trades like electricians and carpenters. Lionel Galesti is a member of Fonz. I also call him Uncle Lionel. His family and mine go way back. His family's history was also displayed.
3: Hey, hello. Hi, one, 2 123 Hi, Mel. What are, what are you
2: doing here? What, what's your booth here?
3: Well, we're celebrating Filipino Independence Day. Fileo has been celebrating this for decades and I'm here with the Filipino-American National Society Fonds Fileo Chapters booth. And our part in this history is to acknowledge the Filipino community pioneer families that came here like in the 1920s, 30s, and the 50s who worked here on Merrill Island.
2: Sometimes uh, some of them the Manong and the Manong generation, right?
3: Correct. These were the Manongs and Manong generations that came here uh, when... Vallejo, when well, the United States was a commonwealth where it was easy to come here, and Vallejo, especially Merrill Island, gave these Filipino men uh, the opportunity to work here at Merrill Island Navy Shipyard as laborers or any other classifications that helped build the ships. That's so cool. Yes, it is because, again, this was the foundation that brought the community who, here, excuse me, that started family, that uh, span maybe four or five generations today.
2: So, Galesti, can you tell me about your family, your family's history here?
3: Well, my family, um, my father came here in America in 1928, and then he came to Vallejo and he worked at Island as a laborer, and then he became part of the First Filipino Infantry, and he got a citizenship. Then he went back home to, to marry my mom, a war bride, and she came to America, and they started roots here.
1: Another person whose family was featured at the booth was the president of the Vallejo chapter of Fons.
0: What's your name? Uh, I'm Marian Arganza Hopwood, president of the Vallejo chapter of the of Fons, the Filipino American National Historical Society. It was uh, originated way back in 1993 by Mel Rupia, who happens to be my cousin. <laughs> The purpose of these family history boards is to record the history of all those who have contributed to the legacy um, of Vallejo's Filipinos. A couple of years ago, we listed a number of the firsts. We call it the first Filipino, like we have the first Filipina nurse at Kaiser Hospital. Um, that's David DeCai's mother. We have a first Filipino uh, city councilman who was part of the Pioneer family. He's the grandson of one of the Pioneer family, Larry Acera. who was the first Filipino councilman. So there there is an ongoing list of uh, a lot of first Filipinos, male and female, that that were born and raised in, in Vallejo. So we're very proud of that history. I was born in Vallejo in 1943. My grandmother was the first Filipina on Maryland Island in 1921. My legacy started 101 years ago in Vallejo. And for me, I have six generations of in living, born and raised in Vallejo. My grandmother on the Argonza side, she came as a nanny. She, was, she worked as a nanny in the Philippines for uh, Lieutenant Commander Shechi. And he asked her parents if he, he could bring her to the United States, because after the war, World War One, he was reassigned to Mare Island yeah. and so she was allowed to come to Mare Island and so she's recorded and we have pictures of her and she recorded as the first Filipina on Mare Island Okay, and later on because my grandfather her soon to be husband was working on Mare Island um, there were a lot of Ilocanos yeah that's me <laughs> There are a lot of Ilocanos that came from the same provinces or the same cities that gathered on the weekends in the city because a lot of them came through to the city, to Vallejo. Um, the, it was like a social event every Sunday. You know, they get dressed up in their best and whatever, and everybody from Vallejo, wherever, would meet over in San Francisco because there was a majority of Ilocanos living in San Francisco. So that's how they met. And then they married uh, probably 1924 in, they actually married in San Francisco, but they started living in Vallejo in 1924. So there are so many generations that don't share their history. Um, You know, after the third generation and the fourth generation, you start to intermarry, you know, with different cultures and different ethnicities. And sometimes that important history gets lost and it isn't carried on. For me, I think it's really important for it to be passed on from generation to generation. Whether you're half white and half Filipino, you're half black and half, or half Mexican and Filipino, you still have Filipino roots. And to, for me, that's important to know that and where you came from and to know the history of maybe your grandparents or your great-grandparents or your great-great-grandparents, because that history will get lost. And those people back since the 1920s, I feel have contributed to the rich cultural history of of Belial, and that's important to me. Also, to bring an awareness to others Because there are a lot of people, especially in Vallejo, who don't even know the history of Filipinos in Vallejo.
2: Well, and, you know, you have... um, it. What's nice about being at an event like this is seeing people that look like the people that I grew up with. Everywhere else in the Bay Area, San Francisco, Oakland, I think a lot of us see less and less of the people we grew up with because they're pushed out because of gentrification or... You know, rising costs and everything, and so Vallejo also seems to sort of be—not I wouldn't say not stuck in time, but it's almost like a time capsule. And so it's refreshing to come back here and see familiar faces and see familiar names, and to keep, like you said, telling these stories, so that history—people who move here recently—they need to know. That's right.
0: That's they right. Need to know. Yeah.
2: And who built? who built the city, who made the communities,
0: and all of that. Well, I have to say I was appalled because Mel and I um, did, well, actually Mel did uh, a lecture at the McKean room um, at the, at the JFK library, and we, we displayed some of these boards. And the majority of the audience was Caucasian, and they were asking questions, and they were not aware of, the Filipino history in Balayo. I was really appalled. And they were just oblivious, you know. And uh, that's, that's a shame because Filipinos have contributed a lot, a lot to Balayo.
2: much for taking the time out to talk to me what, well one more question what is it for you what does it mean to be Filipino to you like if if you were to describe the culture you know uh, uh, values that you grew up with as a Filipino what would you say that was
0: First of all I'm a proud Filipino I'm a very proud Filipino because of my family's history okay that has made me a proud Filipino and I am proud of the fact that... My grandmother has passed on a lot of traditions to me, which I share with my family, and a lot of recipes (laughs) which my children and grandchildren are learning to cook. Um, That's valuable. That's really valuable, you know.
2: Uh, What does it mean to be Filipino to you, especially here in Vallejo?
3: What's that mean? Being Filipino is to have that Filipino pride to know that your parents never forgot, my parents never forgot the roots, okay? By being involved in various Filipino organizations, whether it was a social organization or a religious organization, their roots and their culture was always instilled in them and it was taught to their sons and daughters in which we, the Son's will never forget, because again, it's instilled in us, and then we're proud of the Filipino culture, whether it's the food, the customs, the dancing, everything what we love about the Filipino community. Filipino community and the Filipino culture, we love it, and we still maintain it in our hearts.
1: Unlike other years, this was just one of many Pista San Union celebrations, with the Vallejo-Philippine Cultural Committee throwing over 15 events all month long to celebrate culture and independence. If you want to learn more about the Filipino pioneers in the Bay Area or about Filipino history across the country, head to the FONS website, fanhs-national.org. New episodes are out every day, and we'd love to be a part of your daily routine. Please subscribe to Bay Current on the Odyssey app or just about anywhere you get your podcasts. That's it for today's Bay Current. I'm Mallory Samara from Matt Pittman. We'll chat with you again tomorrow. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours